Good morning on the 6th of January and welcome to the first Arconomics podcast of 2020. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Sheldon and Quentin from our global investment team. Uh, if I could first go to you please Quentin. For the past couple of months we've been on the edge of our seats anxiously waiting for a US-China phase one trade deal. Uh, are we finally there or? For the phase one trade deal? We're there. For the full trade deal, not quite yet there. But this uh, phase one trade deal uh, is making quite a number of progress. And some of it was probably underestimated by the market. Uh, we have a very large document, nine chapters, one on intellectual property, one on technology transfer, one uh, on financial services. All of this areas where China has proposed to make a large number of changes to its law to accommodate the demand of the United States. And effectively, China has already made most of the changes throughout the year. And so this text is just acknowledging the changes that China made. And these are core demands by the United States. There are a number of areas that are left for phase two, but they're not huge. And so this trade deal, phase one, contains a lot of initial demands that the US made. And as a result, I think it will lead to an improvement in sentiment in the relationship between China and the United States. Okay, thanks. And if we could stick with China for, for a moment, Quentin, um, do you think we can expect another wave of monetary stimulus for the region going into 2020? There are two ways in which China can stimulate its economy. The first is the one-year rate set by the central bank, which is currently sitting at 4.3%. And the second way is the amount of reserves country forces banks to have. Both have been coming down, and both will continue to come down if the country believes that further accommodation is needed. Uh, companies have been suffering by the trade war and will need some further easing to take place as the trade deal continues to be negotiate. Thanks. If I could turn to you for a moment, Sheldon. 2019, across most equity markets, was a pretty fantastic year. Uh, in December in particular, we saw a little bit more froth added. Do you think we can expect more of the same going into 2020? It'd be hard to expect uh, similar levels of growth in 2020 as we saw in, in 2019. Uh, the S&P, for instance, up 29% in local currency terms. That's pretty strong going and to, to expect markets to do that uh, again certainly would be unprecedented. We have obviously seen a weaker start to the year, uh, the military action that we saw last week uh, that led to a slight sell-off in equities, a couple of percent down and so that's giving people a little bit of pause for thought. Um, additionally we saw some economic data coming out last week, the ISM manufacturing index, that was well below expectations. So again, just providing a bit of pause for thought. Giving a little bit more background to that growth that we saw uh, last year, the majority of the growth came from multiple expansion. It's growth not supported by earnings from the underlying companies. Unless we see some strong growth from companies, we do think that perhaps markets might be getting a little bit overvalued. Another thing also just to keep in mind, a lot of the growth though was a recovery from a very weak Q4 in 2018. Some of that rebound uh, through the course of last year was simply regaining that lost ground in from Q4. Thanks. And to go to both of you, is there anything particular you've got your eye on this week in terms of economic data that's coming out? Well, US data is always is closely watched. 
I mentioned last week we saw the US ISM manufacturing data. This week out of the US we've got the non-manufacturing data, which is services, a big part of the economy. And also we've got the monthly non-farm payrolls, which gives an early indication of the, the health of the US worker. Thanks, and if I could uh, perhaps lastly go to you one more time, Sheldon. Is there any particular things that you're looking out for in, as we move into 2020? Again, looking at the, the bigger picture, looking at factors in the market. So last year, as I mentioned, we saw the S&P up 29%. Quality stocks were up 38%, so very much outperforming. So a very strong driver in terms of style. And if we see some kind of a reversal on that front or uh, strength of any other particular factors, that can have profound impacts on returns. Very much keeping a close eye on factors and styles this year. And Quentin, have you got anything to, to add to that in terms of this year? Yes, in addition uh, to factors, we have to realize that the S&P now stands at, uh, at an 18 forward PE, where the rest of the world stands between 12 and 14. It's 12 for emerging markets, I think it's 13 for Europe, uh, I think it's 13 for Japan. The gap in PE, is large and stand for reverse if we are truly experiencing the recovery that we're seeing in the advanced data that we're looking at. And so a, a reverse in the, in the gap that was created means an outperformance of markets ex-US. Okay, thanks a lot for your time, Sean and Quentin. Thank you. Thank you.